What's going on, guys? It's me, Stephen Bagel, a.k.a. the N.B. Abel, your mom's favorite podcast. With me, back by popular demand, is everyone's favorite guest, Ella! Ella is our dog, who keeps squeaking her toys while we're trying to record. This is our second take, because Ella ruined it, but that's okay. Because she's cute. Yeah. So... This is going to be a two-part emergency podcast. The first part, we're going to talk about Gilson Rosas being fired from the Timberwolves six days before training camp. They let him make the Patrick Beverly trade. They let him resign all these guys. They let him do the draft, knowing A-Rod and his partner, probably knowing that they were going to fire him. They let him make all these moves, which makes me think there was a disagreement. Yeah. But that's going to tie us into... Woj's tweet that Ben Simmons is going to be holding out a training camp and how he's, you know, the biggest bitch in sports. And that's and going to tie guy. us into part 2B about the life of a Sixers fan and how we should all just collectively not be Sixers fans anymore because it just, it's terrible for your mental health and your well-being. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Lillard. say the same thing about the Phillies. But anyway, so for those of you who follow me on Twitter, you saw the long Twitter rant on my Twitter thread that I went on regarding Gilson Rosas. Yeah. So it is starting to look like Ben Simmons to Minnesota is happening. I actually think firing Gilson Rosas is more likely to land Ben Simmons in Minnesota. Ben Simmons is... If not the Vegas favorite Minnesota to land him, they're second behind Portland. Last time I looked, I believe they were both like plus 300 or plus 350. Probably even more. The speculation is, oh, Hinky and Gerson Rosas worked together in Houston. Rosas worked under Hinky in Houston. So there's a relationship there where, you know, they would clearly do deals together because they worked together for so many years. So now people are saying, oh, well, now Ben Simmons' deal is dead because Rosas isn't there anymore. Here's my take on it. I'm going to read the Twitter thread that I posted, and Alexa, you could interrupt me at any time. Love it. Last time you said this, I said Ella can interrupt too, and she... She took full advantage. Yeah, so Ella's now sleeping on the ground, and I will still interrupt you. Yeah, uh, you always interrupt me, so that's what you're good at. Okay. Minnesota wants to win now. They've been to the playoffs once in the last 17 years, and that was as an eight seed. They're tired of being a poverty franchise. So brutal. After hiring, but like aside from the Kings, so I mean, the playoffs in 14 years. I mean, like they've been they've been irrelevant since Kevin Garnett. After hiring Chris Finch as head coach, he lost five in a row to start, but then went 16 and 20 under him afterwards, which is respectable in the West. 
Additionally, Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell have a winning record together as of 13 and 12 in the 25 games they played together. So it's even more impressive that Finch went 16 and 20 when he only had those guys for X amount of games last year. Cat's been in the playoffs once in seven years, and that was when Jimmy Butler dragged him there, which probably pisses him off even more. If you don't want him to ask out, drastic changes needed to be made. They figured they had the right coach in place, and the player personnel was much improved from previous years. Now they got rid of a GM who had a short leash after, ma- short leash after making some questionable moves, and A-Rod can, find- can now bring in his guy. And for those of you who didn't know, A-Rod has bought the Timberwolves, him and his, um, I guess his financing partner, whoever his business partner. Minnesota is a small market, but they are damn good at keeping stars happy once they're there. See, Kevin Garnett, I know he requested a trade, but he was happy there for years and years and years. What about Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler had a problem with Cat. He had a problem with the city not being able to win. and They were the three. When Jimmy Butler was there, they were the three seed before he went down with that injury. Mm -hmm. So they were winning with Jimmy Butler and Cat. I would just like to say to anyone who's never been to Minnesota that it's great there. Like I feel is like is that why they could keep guys there? Maybe because small. I feel like I thought before we visited there that like um, and we went there on a Sixers trip, fly the process with Grace to Ricky Sanchez and Jimmy Butler's first game back in Minnesota. Yeah, and I feel like when we were going on the trip there, I was like, oh, we're going to Minnesota, like. It's Whatever, cold. Mall of America, it's cold, but, like, there's nothing else here. And while that's kind of true, it was so clean there. Like, the food was amazing. People were so nice. Like, the city was, like, I'm not a city person. And, like, the city was somewhere where I could actually see myself living. Like, it was so nice. So, I feel like maybe stars like it there. Is this a prelude to you pitching I get the Timberwolves GM job? So I mean, that? that being said, I would probably rather not live there because I don't like the cold. And I feel like a lot of all-stars could agree with that. But it's, like, not a bad place to go to. Like, when we went to Indiana, I didn't really like it there that much. Sorry to anyone there. They had a great chicken place. Yes, they did. <laughs> but because they're a small market, they know they'll never get the big fish in free agency. Yeah, just fair. They couldn't even get D'Angelo Russell during his free agency because they lost out to Golden State when they pushed all to get him and had to acquire him via trade. Here's the thing. They want Ben. Him and Kat complement each other well, offensively and defensively. Yes. What one is deficient at, the other is great at. Ben, obviously, would play in the post. Cat could play by the three-point line. And on defense, Ben's the most versatile defender in the NBA, and Cat can't protect the rim if his life depended on it. Here's my thing, and you, I don't know what your next tweets are, so, like, you might get into this. But, like, even though they would compliment each other, and even though... They're friends. I would assume they're still friends. Um... Is Ben Simmons going to want to play there? Like, that's not, a, like, California. Well, place. he wants California, but, like, those four California teams and 25 other teams are being treated to. So, at this point, Rich Paul's just telling him, get the hell out of Philly and whatever. Yeah. There's been reports from Casby writers saying Ben Simmons has accepted and be content in Cleveland. I don't really care. So, I think if he's content in Cleveland... He would be content. Anyway. Here's where I have an issue with 
a lot of basketball players in general. Like, I understand that you want to have your choice and you want to go to certain teams. But, like, when it comes down to it, like, this is your job. And, like, yeah, if you get relocated for work, you get relocated. Yeah, that's work. the thing. Like, it's a business. And, like, sure, for work, I'm sure there's, there's only 500 of these jobs in the world. You can give a preference. But, like, yeah, it's so small. And, like, you're getting paid so much money. And I understand that, like, they have families. And, like, I get that, that moving's tough. But, like, you're being paid an excessive amount of money. For that reason, like knowing that you could go anywhere. Yeah. So it just, it bothers me so much. And like, we'll get into Ben Simmons and why it bothers me even more with him. But like, I just feel like they need to stop doing that. And getting into that, Kat, Devo, and Ben are all close friends, which will keep Kat there, you would imagine, longer and happier, longer than AD's Pelicans tenure. Yeah. In addition, the Timberwolves need two things desperately. Playmaking and defense. They could also use some athleticism. Mm-hmm. All three of those things are things that Ben Simmons is top-notch and top in the league at. Yeah. Figure between Chris Finch at the helm, Devo and Cat actually playing together, Anthony Edwards, who was miles better at the end of the year than he was when he first started, his anticipated growth, and then put a borderline all-NBA versatile player and an all-world defender in the fold, all of a sudden this poverty franchise isn't looking so poverty anymore. And as good as the West is, that's a good team. I think that the whole plan for Minnesota is they want Ben, and they know how much he would improve them. Rosas knows Daryl from those Houston days and knows the way he negotiates. Knew yeah. that he wouldn't budge, and he called his boss and said, fine, we won't trade for Ben then, when Daryl asked for this, that, and everything else. And I think that ultimately costed Gerson Rosas' job. So I think they want Ben, and because Rosas was playing hardball with Moy, who he's been working with for years in Houston, they said go. They wouldn't have him make the Patrick Beverly trade and re-sign Jared Vanderbilt and re-sign Jordan McLaughlin. They wouldn't be having him make all those moves if they knew they were going to fire him six days before training camp. You have media day next week and you don't have a GM. Anyway. I like, I, I, I agree. I don't have anything to anyway, say to that. People say, oh, well, and by people I'm saying just like on Twitter and just like what I've been hearing is, Oh, Ben isn't going to go to Minnesota now because Rosas and Yankee had that close relationship. So if a trade was going to get done, it would have got done. The interim GM for I don't the Wolves. Agree with that at all. The interim GM for the Wolves, meanwhile, is Sachin Gupta, which shout out to the Indian community. He would be the first ever Indian GM in NBA history, which would be awesome. That's cool. That's crazy that he would be the Do you, first. Does that name sound familiar to you? You came in towards the end of the process. It sounds a little familiar. He's Hinky's boy, and Hinky credited him for making the majority of the trades during the process era for the Sixers. Everyone's related to the So Hinky and Maury are close friends, and this was one of Hinky's guys. Not only that, if you have to take one guess of what this guy did, I'll give you a hint. He used to work at ESPN before that. What do you think he did for ESPN? Nothing. Like, I don't know. What What do you mean? What did he do at ESPN? I don't know. Trades? 
He created he, he created the NBA trade machine. Wow. So really, that's crazy. He is the trade machine. So I got a report he from is the human trade machine. Literally. <laughs> so I got a report that A Rod wanted a top five executive there. You know, given that they're in a small market, given that there's anticipation that if they don't get done this year, Cat's going to want out. And then, you know, that sets a losing precedent for Anthony Edwards and everything like that. A-Rod wants a top guy that's going to get them wins. Well, and A-Rod has had a tough year. Like, he needs a win. He lost J-Lo. This is his rebound. This is his rebound. <laughs> the T-Wolves. Wow. A team that made the playoffs once in 17 years as an eight seed is his rebound. I mean, like, a rebound is typically like that. Yeah. <laughs> And A-Rod, as you know, is a sex addict, so the Timberwolves are going to fuck him. Hey! <laughs> anyway. So that's my thing, is J-Rod. A-Rod wants a top executive, and maybe this guy, Sockton, will be it. Or... Or... Jake Fisher or Bleacher Report. And while, yes, everyone shits on Bleacher Report, I do not know why Jake Fisher works here because Jake Fisher is the biggest up-and-coming reporter in the NBA. And it just so happens he works at Bleacher Report. That's the only thing from Bleacher Report that I will read. Is anything written by Jake Fisher? Do people, I didn't even, like, do people shit on Bleacher Report because they do, like, clickbaity things? People shit on Bleacher Report just because how inaccurate everything is. They'll false, there are five trades we want to see happen. There will be drafts, for those of you who saw them, were terrible. The 2019 redrafts. But I think they redrafts. are who they are, and I think they do their stuff because they want it to be clicked on. And that's they don't why, care whether you think it's good or bad. That's why you pay for the athletic, if you want yeah. good content. Yeah, I think the and report, report I think that's who they are, yeah. But anyway, Jake Fischel, phenomenal at his job. He reported the one guy that A-Rod is extremely fond of is Elton Brand. Now, there's a bunch of people on Sixers Twitter saying, ha ha ha, the guy who gave Al Horford and Tobias Harris $180 million each, the two worst contracts in the NBA at the time, ha ha, take him, we have Daryl, we don't need him. But Elton Brand has balls. I was just going to say that. He brought- I've spoken about Elton Brand so many times. I will, like, back up his trades. I get it. I get why people shit on him. But, like, I will back up his trades every single time because I feel like to be a good GM, you have to have balls and you have to be able to take risks. And the thing with taking big risks is they're not always going to work out and sometimes they will be outworkered. But, like, sometimes they will. And I think well, although the Jimmy Butler trade didn't work out, it like like here's it was my question: fun. If the hypothetically the Kawhi shot doesn't go in, we win. we win in overtime. Mm-hmm. We're in the Eastern Conference against Milwaukee, who lost four straight to Toronto after going up two nothing. We win. We probably win with Jimmy Butler. Giannis wasn't ready at the time. Yeah, we saw that with Toronto. And again, Kawhi was the best player in the series, and the series with the Bucks, Giannis would have been the best player because Embiid was sick mm-hmm. at the time. He was injured. But and I think I think, I think Jimmy point, might have been the best player. He could have been better. Maybe. He could have been better. Like how long was he, he, he wasn't himself, by no. So the question is, 
We're talking about that Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris trade, both of them of which Alden Brand did, completely differently when we've been talking about Alden Brand, even if he did sign Al Horford still, if we were to win it all. Because Golden State, who knows if KD were to tour his Achilles, who knows if Clay were to tour his ACL in that series, but who knows? It would have been a completely different thing if Sixers were instead of Toronto. But we would have been talking about Alden Brand completely differently. So I don't know if we should shit on Alden Brand, for making for one bad offseason, you know, when the guy has shown his rookie year as GM that he has a hell of a lot of balls. Mm-hmm. Aside from him, though, I really don't know who Minnesota would bring in. I mean, there's not a lot of free agents, executives, unless they want to bring in Danny Ainge. Mm-hmm. who just left the Celtics, and there was speculation he was going to go to Utah. But the thing with Danny Ainge is, he's known for always almost doing something. Yeah. You can't do that in Minnesota. In Minnesota, you got to pull the trigger. The same way Rosas did to bring in D-Low. And he traded Wiggins and what turned out to be the seventh pick in the draft. So here's the thing with Rosas. He traded what ended up being the seventh pick in the draft... And Wiggins for D'Angelo Russell. Bad trade? Probably. Yeah. He took Anthony Edwards over the mellow ball. Bad pick? Probably. He traded up to get Jared Culver, number six overall, who we already shipped off to Memphis because of how big of a bust he is. Bad pick? Probably. So he's made some bad moves. Yeah. But he made moves that a small market team typically does not make. And... I don't think his NBA, I think he'll get another job in the NBA. Yeah. So, he might have brought the best ever draft class to Minnesota. I know they passed on Lamelo, but Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, and Leandro Bomaro, who was a draft assassin, just came over, is one hell of a haul. So, my question is, I lost my question. I could see your brain, and, like, there was nothing there. There's never anything in my brain. Anyway. <laughs> when I think of it, I'll come back to it. Okay. But my point is, you need to be ballsy in a small market like Minnesota. And he was. Mm-hmm. But he could have had Lamelo. Imagine Lamelo next to Cat and D'Lo. Mm-hmm. Instead of... And again, Anthony Edwards, who knows? Lamelo had a better rookie year, and the Edwards looked great by the end of rookie year. Maybe Anthony Edwards is better. But Anthony Edwards, we know, is going to be a 25-point-per-game scorer in the NBA. The Timberwolves didn't need that. Yeah. They needed playmaking. They, they needed everything Lamelo provides. Lamelo would have been great there. So, Jaden McDaniels, I think he's going to be a stud. I think he's the closest thing to Kevin Durant. Looking-wise, he just looks like Kevin Durant, like a 6'11 guy who could dribble and pass and shoot. And the three-level scorer, he's just... He fell because of maturity issues, and clearly, I think everyone saw his rookie year, he should have went before 28. But I'm not saying he's going to be Kevin Durant, but I'm saying he's Kevin Durant-like. He's a poor man's mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is what I'm trying to say. So Minnesota, that job might be appealing. So now let's tie that into the Ben Simmons trade. Is there a possibility that Ben Simmons ends up there and the Sixers could still compete for a championship? without it being a three-team deal? I personally think that 
Ben Simmons is what's stopping us from winning a championship. But just taking Ben Simmons off, is Tobias Harris the second best player on the championship team? I think Tobias Harris, who is Tyus Maxey, you ready to be a I star? I think that Tobias Harris playing like an all star and not choking, which he did for and not choking in the playoffs is a championship player because his. I know that we don't just go by stats. I'm aware of that. People stop yelling. You stop yelling. But like his stats were equivalent to Chris Middleton. Yeah, same efficiency in everything. Who was playing? in the playoffs as the second best player on the team but they have a drew holiday but they have drew holiday but i feel like tyrese maxi come could on be not drew holiday i'm not saying that don't stop like i interrupt you you don't interrupt me that's how this works i feel like tyrese maxi Pairing him with the rest of the assets that the Sixers have on the team, the Sixers go a lot deeper than the Bucks. They do. I think Sixers could go top 10 anybody in the league. What do you say? I think Sixers top 10 players could go head-to-head against anybody in the league depth-wise. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like we might have the just about the best bench So in the that's game. my thing. No, obviously, I don't think Maxi is equivalent to Drew Holiday. I'm insulted you thought I was going there. But I think that if you take, like, him, his progression, that I will hope he progresses more next year. Which it looks like he did in summer league. Some yeah. league he looked awesome. Mixed with, like, and he gained weight. Like, he lo- like it's, I don't know. I have really, really high hopes for And him. he's best friends with Tobias Harris now. Mix, who isn't? Tobias is so Because great. Tobias and Ben were so close working out together last year, and now, you know, Ben cut off everybody, so Tobias had to find his new boogie. Yeah, and I think something weird happened there, but, like, whatever. I think Tobias takes me as someone that just likes people, similar to Embiid, and I think, like, it's very weird that they were, like, all about posting stuff, and then, like, they stopped. But anyway, I just think that if you take Maxie's ability and his growth and – pair that with how deep the team is, then yes, I think that we could win. But I also like don't, I can't care because I don't want to. But again, you're comparing to the Nets who have KD, Harden, and Kyrie. You're going to the Bucks who have Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Holiday. Yeah, but You're comparing to the Heat who have Jimmy Butler, Bain, and Lowry. But I think that we saw, like, I don't think the Bucks last year were, like, on paper, like, exactly what you're saying, the best team on paper. They 100% were not. But I think to win a championship, it's not always about having the best team on paper. It's about having the best team that they work together and they, um, what am I trying to say? They have the chemistry and they jump. The ke- yeah, th- that's what it's about. Continuity, all that. Yeah, it's not about the best on paper team because I feel like on paper, look at like when the Heat made the championship, they weren't the best on- team on paper. That was crazy that they made that and they just like they had it. It just worked. So I just, I feel like if they can get Ben Simmons out of there, get that toxicness away from the team, like there could be something special there. So let's say the Minnesota trade, they said they don't want to give up D'Angelo Russell, obviously, because him can't. The whole idea is yeah, to have the, the three amigos together. <laughs> and I'm not going to get into a Kardashian reign again like I did with my Bucks preview with Drosby. But I think that friendship is fine. The Carl Anthony Towns, Ben Simmons, D'Angelo Russell, 
They're playing their video games on um Well, I would just like Twitch to fact check you and say that you said that Carl Anthony Towns is dating Kendall Jenner's friend when it is Kylie Jenner's ex-best friend. So it makes things a little less awkward. I had a 50% chance. Yeah. But, like, it changes the story that, like, with the awkwardness there. Anyway, they're still obviously beefing the Benson. And Stone and Devin Booker are the cutest couple. I'm all for that. And Stormy has a crush on him. But anyway. <laughs> so, where am I going with that? I'm going, <laughs> let's say the Minnesota package is, they said they don't give D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, or anything ever. We're not getting on this three. Okay. But let's say you're getting Malik Beasley, mm-hmm. who averaged, what, 20 a game before he went to jail. Literally. Is um, he, like, going to go to jail anymore? He's free. He he just served a 30-day sentence, got out. It was similar to what Contagious Caldwell Pope did for his multiple But, like, lots. is he going to do it again? Who the fuck knows? Maybe like, lost, can he not? Maybe he lost a pit bull keep him in check. I don't know. If he comes to the Sixers, something is going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Anybody, whoever we get, something is going to happen. Okay, so, like, assuming we trade for him and, like, he goes to jail. Sorry. So, Malik Beasley shot about nine threes a game last year, so that's high efficiency, three-point shooting, guy having 20 points a game. He could be, and I say that, 20 points a game, who cares? I say that because he could be the third scorer behind him. Well, yeah, we line. need a scorer, yeah. Figure, either Torian Prince or Patrick Beverly. I prefer Patrick Beverly because you don't lose a criminal defense with Ben. Figure, three first-round picks from Minnesota, who is... Just traded a first-round pick to get to Andrew Russell on that big seventh pick in the draft. I think Ben Simmons would make them a playoff team. But there's a chance, you know, those picks are going to end up being pretty good. Mm-hmm. And maybe a swap or two. Well, and they're in the West, And too. you figure Jaden McDaniels has to be in there if they want Ben Simmons. You also love him. Jaden McDaniels is your project young guy that, hey, maybe he becomes a superstar. And, you know, when it beats the twilight of his career, he's the, he becomes the guy. And here's where I think, like, that's enticing because although, like, we clearly need to win now and it's, like, an insult to Embiid to do anything other than that, I think that with this trade compared to ideally I would love to trade for Dame. I've obviously said that. Um, But I feel like with Dame you are giving everything for that. Whereas this you're not, and you're keeping your bench, and you're making it better. You could build with Maxi Matisse and McDaniels. Yeah, but it's and not only really are you focusing on winning now, but you're also like providing like that like but the, growth for the future. The point yeah. is, you don't know how many years Embiid has left. He's 27. He has bad knees, yeah. bad feet. Yeah, he might be done by the time he's 30. And when I say done, I mean like at this level. No, I, if you told me three more years, I would sign you right now and take it. Three more years of this prime and beat, I will take. Oh my god, yeah. So, you gotta execute and win now to bring a championship if you have the level. That's why they want a game. That's why they want a deal. Because that's who they, even as Zach Levine, who obviously has a pipe dream now that the Bulls did what they did. But, you need that second guy. Tobias was awesome as that third guy. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, what is it? Tobias becomes your second guy, then who's your third guy? On offense... It's probably Beasley. Hopefully it becomes Maxi. I don't know. That's a good team. As long as Embiid is playing at the level we played at last year, Sixers are going to be guaranteed a top four seed, provided he plays at least 60 games. 
that's that's what also scares me too that there's so many factors in there like you need Embiid to play well you can't have him get hurt you need Tobias to like not choke well that's what happens you need Maxi to be great you need Matisse to be like you need but that you're right that's also that's what you need when you want to win a championship you need yeah. you need to hit on all cylinders yeah it's possible I guess you need Doc Rivers to like Coach. To not choke in the playoffs yes, and to be able to adapt and adjust and not play Drummond the 12 minutes that Embiid's going to be on the bench and say, hey, Paul Reed is more switchable. Paul Reed can shoot threes. Let's put him as the backup center when Embiid's on the bench. Because, you know, small ball Ben did not work out. And we had to play Dwight. And Doc is just, he's a coach that's very set in his ways. And if the Sixers choke again with an adequate team, now, if AJ Benson's for nothing and, like, Doc just can't perform with the team that he has, then, yeah, he'd give him another shot. But if they choke again, you got to let him go. Oh, Only I agree. after two years. Yeah, I think so. And I think the attachment there with Doc is more with, like, obviously Tobias and Doc. Like, he made Tobias amazing. But I feel like the attachment's not really there with Embiid, where it would be, like, another insult and slap in the face to Embiid. It's not like that. Okay, Ben Simmons, you little crybaby ass bitch. Every time you shot a three, the fans went nuts. Every time you did anything that looked like you improved your game, you got all the support in the world from your teammates, from the city, from the fans, from everybody. You are uncoachable. You don't want to be better. And you don't want to win because you are too self-centered and too worried about your ego and your fame. You know how we talked about in like, in high school English class, we talked about epics and we said hubris was this character's tragic downfall? That's Ben Simmons. I can't believe this is what we're saying, but like that's literally so accurate. For those of you who don't know what hubris is, basically he's too goddamn cocky. And you know, his ego gets in his own way. So Roche tweeted yesterday saying Ben Simmons is going to report to training camp and he tends to never play a game for the Sixers again. He also has requested a trade after the Sixers already basically announced that they're going to be moving him. Yeah, he's going Donald Trump. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It reminds me of when Steph Curry said after the Warriors won it all, oh, yeah, we're not going to the White House because we don't want to see Trump. And then Trump said, oh, yeah, well, you guys aren't invited. Like, that's what Ben Simmons and Rich Paul did. So, Alexa, you wanted to come on to talk about Ben Simmons. Mm Mm-hmm. Floor is yours. Okay, I think I've already talked about um, my opinion on NBA players and their egos with, like, the cities they go to. Like, it already does bother me because, like, again, it's a business, so I won't get into that because I already said that. Specifically with Ben Simmons where it's annoying is I do feel like the exception to this is if you are an all-star, and even though it will always bother me, I do think that if you're someone who's as good as like LeBron James or Steph Curry, 
like Damian Lillard, I feel like fine. You know what? Like you've worked your ass off. Like you clearly are a phenomenal player. Fine. If you want to be a bit of a diva and a bit of a crybaby and be like, I only want to play here. I only want to play for one of the three California. Not like, like, didn't even include Sacramento. Yeah. You said one of these three California teams. Yeah. And like the kids the aren't fucking good enough. Here's the thing. If you're like LeBron, fine. I James Harden was able to yeah, do it. Yeah. I mean, like, it still will bother me. And I feel like it's just, it's annoying. But I get it. Like, you've worked to get to, like, where you're at now. So it's, like, fine. I don't know but, if that works. Huh? I just think he's naturally gifted. He hasn't gone to battle since high school. I don't know. He hasn't gone to battle in the NBA. Defensively, yes, I'll admit that. I, I, I he became, like defensively, He went yes. from a defensive liability to a top three defender in the NBA. And that's where it's annoying with Ben But he doesn't work. he's not at that level. And I feel like that's where you play into it with what you said about his ego. Because I feel like in his head, he's so messed up. Because I think there's like part of him that feels like he's literally the best player ever. Like, I truly that believe... That he's so good that he doesn't need to work on the jump shot. I truly believe he thinks he is hands down the best player in the league. Maybe second because we know he values LeBron. But then I think there's another part of him that clearly is not confident in himself and thinks he sucks because we've all seen his face when he misses free throws or even just goes up to make one. Or to not make one, to attempt one because it's he doesn't make them. So I just like I think he's an idiot <laughs> is where I'm getting at. Like I just think that like how dare you think that you have any say in where you go? It's his fault. He's getting traded. He's the one who only took three shots in seven fourth quarters. He's the one who choked every fucking game and helped low 25-point leads. That's the whole team. But he did. He is the reason he is getting traded because of his play. And yeah. him not improving his jumper makes him predictable in the playoffs, and every year we've seen this happen. But I also feel like that's a little scary. Like, I've said it again, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like, clearly Ben Simmons is talented, and I'm not saying he's not. Like, he has an undeniable talent talent with his defense but like where I would be a little nervous if I was like a GM for another team or a coach for another team is like I feel like for any career even like our career Steven like you need to be self-aware and like I personally know that like if I was doing a bad job at my work and like I had to talk with my boss and like they were like yeah Alexa like you need to improve in this this and this blah 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 I feel like I have a lot of self-awareness, and I would already know that going into a meeting. I mean, like, he, he knows that he doesn't but shoot. But I don't think he would say that. He goes, I don't need to shoot. Yeah. Like, the self-awareness. Because he's too good. The self-awareness isn't there, and that's, like, really scary. That's all. It's just everyone in the league shoots threes. If you see everyone in the league able to do something... And you think, oh my god, I'm so good. I made the last three All-Star teams. I made All-NBA. I made this. I made that. Wouldn't you think, hey, maybe if everyone else is doing this, I should work on this too. And then, but it you know, you, you'd, so be unstop- you'd be unstoppable. But, like, we don't even need him to make them. We just want him to try. 
just shoot them. I don't care if it goes in. I would prefer it goes in. But like, that's what really pisses me off. That's like, just try. But he also can't make a layup either. He, we know the offensive deficiencies. He's too scared to make a layup now, too. It's a damn shame because the dude has all the talent in the world, but his ego is But like, in his could way. you imagine? And, and you have Rich Paul. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Rich, Rich Paul, Paul as I don't know how many of you know this, but Rich Paul's being sued by Nolan's Noel for screwing him over, basically. And Rich Paul caters to his clientele. He caters to Anthony Davis and Draymond and LeBron, all his top clients. Ben Simmons, another one of them. And, you know, let's that be that. Anthony Edwards is now one. Tyree Smacksy's going to be one. But Rich Paul is in Ben Simmons' ear saying, you're not playing another game, though. You're not doing this. You're not. Ben Simmons has no leverage. He is the reason he is getting traded. Mm -hmm. There's nobody top on his own. But I think where it's stupid, where they're saying, like, oh, you shouldn't play, or he's saying, I don't want to play, is... If he, like, had a brain at all, he would want to play for the Sixers, even though I get it, like, his ego's hurt, like, you know no one on the team likes you, you know your coach doesn't like you, whatever, but play your ass off and tell the Sixers, you know what, I don't want to be here, that's out there, we know that, I'm going to play for you, and I feel like in return, because I've been on the team for how many years? Four years, Four. and they the team that gave him one hundred forty-seven million dollars. Yeah, I would say, you know what? I'm not happy, but I'm going to play my ass off, and I feel like in return you should at least try to put me on a team that I want to go to. But he he needs to rehabilitate his trade value. He won't even do that. He's stupid. The last moment every single team has, and again, people aren't thinking of one play of him passing up on the dunk, but you know he he. People think maybe he's a sports psychologist. I'm not one to diagnose that. But teams are going to see that, and they're going to be hesitant mm -hmm. because he's not willing to, you know, report to training camp, do this, do that. He's going to hold out. And at this point, the Sixers have the option. They could either fine or suspend him for rendering services, for not rendering should. services, which I absolutely hope they do. I hope that motherfucker's not getting paid. And, I mean, this isn't the NFL. Guys don't hold out like Le'Veon Bell did. He would be the first one. And it looks That's like he's what happens on the Sixers. The unthinkable. My other theory with Ben Simmons is that he can shoot. I don't think he can shoot a free throw. I think that I just, I don't think that's possible. But I personally think he can shoot threes. I don't think he's Steph Curry, but I think he can shoot them and make them like pretty consistently. And I think he's holding out on doing that until he's on a team he wants to be on. Or just the point percentage once he gets traded. I don't know. I'm not good at that. I think if it's anyone in the 30s, it's a win. Even if it's I think that he can shoot threes. And I think he'll shoot them. I don't know about that. I do. I think he's too self-centered. I think if he goes somewhere that he wants to go. Well, he's not going to go anywhere he wants to go if he's going to hold out. So it's a double-edged sword that... You know, Rich Paul gave Nolan Zoo all bad advice because he didn't care about him, and Nolan Zoo all lost out on $80 million. Maybe he's giving Ben Simmons bad advice. Rich Paul's losing it. 
Rich Paul is the new enemy of the process. Yeah. Anyway, anything else about Ben Simmons or we good? I don't like him. I just, and I'm this city has supported him. We've done everything. The team's done everything. And I get Embiid and Doc threw you under the bus. It was a heat of a moment. You just lost game seven. And it was your fault. You took three shots in seven fourth quarters. But that's where self-awareness comes into it. Because I just feel like if I were Ben Simmons, and I, like, he has to look back on the tape and be like, what was I doing? I keep just thinking about, and again, I've told the story on the podcast before. When Alexa and me got to interview with Sixers old head coach Jim yep. O'Brien, who was an assistant at the time, and he was doing a Q&A, and a fan asked him, why won't Ben shoot? He said, your guess, verbatim, your guess is as good as mine. We asked him to. Brett Brown in that one interview said, tell his agent, tell his family, tell his friends, I want him shooting a 1-3 a game. Since then, Ben Simmons has only shot 14 threes in his career since Brett Brown did that interview. And I would say probably 11 of them will have court heaves to just end the quarter. So he's taken three legitimate threes since Brett Brown did that. It's just so annoying because... You call him out on the shit and he's just defiant. He has that defiancy disorder where but he I can't think abide by it. that he doesn't want to be on the Sixers. And, like, could you imagine if he just tried shooting threes and, like, sometimes made them? Like, if Ben Simmons could shoot threes, he's, like... What, a top five player in the league, maybe? I don't know. Like, honestly, and that's what makes me crazy, too. Like, I just feel like if I will never be in the NBA because I'm five feet tall and a woman and not athletic. (laughs) But if I ever had the chance to be in the NBA, like, I feel like I would give it my all. And, like, yeah, everyone talks shit on you. Like, you're a public figure. That's what it is that happens. But, like. How do you, like, you get one chance. How do you not give it everything? And he really, on offense, has not improved at all since his rookie year. He hasn't. He's not a Philadelphia athlete. Like, Philadelphia athletes really need to take, like, the, like, booing and everything and grow with it. And, like, Embiid did that. Tobias did that. Covington did that. Who else? Danny Green. Danny Green. Yeah. And Danny Green, I don't know if could handle it. Because he, Danny Green, he came from the majority of the San Antonio and Toronto. Like, I think he'll be fine. And Danny Green more was addressing the Ben Simmons situation, saying he doesn't like being who Danny Green did not say, oh yeah, fans need a blah blah. Whatever. My last thought, not only did the fans support him, everyone supported him, his teammates. We got MB to the point where Embiid almost requested a trade because we had to choose between Ben and Jimmy Bubbler, let Jimmy walk, brought on another center that could shoot to appease Ben. And, you know, build a team around Ben instead of Embiid. And that was the mistake. Yeah. And Ben's still not satisfied. And quite frankly, unless he goes to, like, the Lakers or maybe the Clippers or the Warriors, unless he goes to one of those two teams, he's not going to be satisfied with his next team either. And he's not going to get better. He's never going to shoot. It's just... And he's just a fucking loser who's never going to be on a championship team. Because he is his own tragic downfall. I think it's sad that he's just, he's wasting his own career. And that's really sad for him. Because I do, I do think given all of this that we just said about him, I think he has potential to be a top five player in the league. And he won't ever be one. Because of... Hubris. Yeah. It's his tragic downfall. Yeah. 
Okay, this concludes this episode of the NBA Go Podcast. I should have another episode out for you guys in the next few days is what I'm hoping. And that would be my Hornets team preview before, you know, I start doing my team predictions and everything ramping up to the start of the season. I also might have a big announcement coming up in the next few weeks, um, maybe next episode. So tune in to find out. Thank you guys for listening. Rate and review me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This definitely will be the last you hear of Alexa as she is my favorite guest to have on. Yeah, good job, Ella. Again, she's sleeping. Good. At least she's not squeaking her toys. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will talk to you next episode. Love you. Bye.